1: Good morning and welcome (laughs) to episode nine, five, nine of down two. Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to www.theathletic.com backslash down to dunk to get the athletic for $3.99 a month. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Like I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool!
2: Slam through Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Taylor. Oh,
3: two guys walked into a bar. The third got ducked. Diana! <laughs> Down the street, <laughs> same old thing. Yeah, we did last week. Slam through Ohio <laughs> and Jay. <laughs> It's Jay.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Wow, that's a lot of inside jokes for us <laughs> no <laughs> one else. What? From Hat specifically then.
2: this morning. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, thanks for joining us on this Friday, everybody. <laughs> if you're joining in on the stream, we have someone from India. I won't pronounce your name because I'll mispronounce it, but thanks for joining.
4: Any, any Ruda? That's
3: a I'll good let Jay shot. do it.
2: We have <laughs> 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 our friend from Hong Kong here. Thanks for joining. We have uh, Xander Laflame from Brisbane, Australia. We're
1: talking it down the dunk world what. what, what,
2: what. We have someone from Mel- where are where what time is it over there in Melbourne? Anyways, the Thunder beat the Phoenix Suns 102 97 in what was a very well executed game by the Thunder. No Devin Booker. The Thunder have gotten had some luck along the way. With uh, especially the Blazers and the Suns winning both of those games, and tonight they play the Brooklyn Nets, which should be a very interesting game.
4: Is okay. it? I, I think they're going to get <laughs> trounced by the it's Nets. Interesting,
2: just because I just I'm interested to watch the Nets. Yeah, I agree. At every single game that they play, I just they,
4: it was funny listening to you guys on the Dream Team talking about like you and Royce being one of or two of like the. Twenty people that are inside the building,
2: yeah, just hollering, just boo,
3: Kevin
2: comes up, <laughs> boo, Kevin. I've thought about that so many times. I could, <laughs> I could yell, and the entire building would hear me. We would hear every word I said. Okay, if you didn't yell, like
3: say, you know, let's just uh, a player misses a shot. And you say to Royce next to you, God, he sucks. Yeah. But if you said it at the right time at that volume,
2: would it carry? I don't know that it I don't know.
4: You're quite a bit away from the
2: everybody's very spaced out from one another.
3: You suck.
2: <laughs> you could, they would hear.
3: That'd be so funny.
2: <laughs> Dude, if y'all just booed ca- oh my god. I if I was if I was 17, I could I would not be able to resist. Yeah. Like I physically <laughs> yeah. could not resist. Doing things like that. Now that I'm so double that age, I'm I'm a little better, a little
4: bit. It it is eleven forty two in a m. or PM in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, okay. stand up oh. late. Good to know. Thanks for oh. thanks for tuning
2: in. Uh, so yeah, the Thunder. I I believe the next time that we talk, there is a chance that the Thunder are five hundred or better. Yep. Because of their so they will likely lose tonight against Brooklyn just because they have not beaten like a really good team yet, and then they get Houston. Houston, which Houston's playing better. Houston, what have they won four five, in a row? Four in a row. Four in a row. And they I watched that game against. last night. They are, uh, yeah, they're I think fine. they're I like- probably they're incredibly decent. Yeah, exactly where you want to be, right? <laughs> incredibly decent. And then they have Minnesota. Minnesota, and Minnesota's been so bad. And both are at home in Chesapeake back to back. I can't imagine I would want to go to both of them. Um, but they will probably beat Minnesota twice unless Towns is back, uh, which I don't know if he'll be back or not. I think he's like right on the cusp of coming back.
3: Um, man, I I can see them taking one of those Houston games too, and probably dropping one of the Minnesota games, but yeah, that's two, that's two and two right there, Andrew. Yeah. Carl
4: Anthony Towns has passed the two week mark as far as, yeah mandatory isolation but i think it all depends at that point on conditioning which you know not like i've achieved something but even now i'm a month away now i'm not a world-class athlete or carl anthony towns or somebody who's in relatively any shape like that but man it's just uh the fatigue is a real thing like i think looking back at some of those that went through it in the summer and then showed up in the bubble, I can imagine why the conditioning was so off for some of them. And so, and that's the same thing in Miami. Isn't that correct? And the Jimmy Butler, has seen the COVID protocol or did he get injured some
1: other, way he, uh, other way?
2: he had a baby. I think is what's happening. He's missed a ton of time. Someone I think he's played I, in six games this year.
1: I saw something that said uh, it was on the NBA Reddit mm-hmm. where it says like in a week he's lost, like he's lost more than 12 pounds. Jimmy Butler.
4: Yeah, I saw that somewhere
1: too. So, that's... Huh. Give me that diet. <laughs> twice. That's COVID. Twice.
2: <laughs> twice. I'll take it twice. Uh, yeah, the, the I mean, the Heat are 6-12 and 12 right now. Lost 5 in a row. Just in a brutal, brutal position. And they will likely not... I mean, they'll bounce... I believe they'll bounce back. I think once they get their team back. But also remember, going into the bubble playoffs, they were the fifth seed. I know like we have all these grand ideas about the Miami Heat from last year. They were the five seed last season.
3: It seems so strange that that was the team in the finals now to think about. Yeah. And it's interesting listening to Miami Heat talk about, or Miami Heat fans talk about that team. Mm-hmm. Because they're realizing, yeah, Bam is a superstar. Yeah. But.
2: Bam is so good.
3: But why is he not good enough to like? Why isn't this team good around Bam? Why does it need Jimmy Butler so bad?
2: You know what their starting lineup was? I mean, there's like there's a
3: Bam, uh, Nunn, Kendrick
2: Kendrick Nunn, who wasn't in their rotation at all. Yeah, Uh, Tyler Hero did come back last night, but obviously that didn't matter. But they're like they're playing Casey Apollo big minutes. Yeah, Gabe Vincent. Ever heard of him? Nope. Plays a ton for them. He played. He's played for them for weeks now. Mike Struess.
3: I didn't know you were allowed to have a Mike Struess in the NBA. He,
2: he, right. There's these guys are playing like 20 to 25 minutes a game.
3: And Precious, which I hear he's been pretty good this year.
2: Uh, yeah, he had. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's good. He's fine. People. Somebody's got to score too much. someone has got to score the points. Gabe Vincent, 18 points last night off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would I hold I don't hold a lot of judgment against the Heat until they actually have their team. Their team, yeah. That's a, and that's and one of the things that has helped trade the for Thunder. Brad Bale. That's one of the things that has helped the Thunder is that they have yes, they have had like games that they haven't had out Horford, but they have mostly had their best players in Shea and Dort. And it seems
1: like is every that, team that we play, it's like, oh, they have, you know, X number of people out. Like yeah. there's a lot of people out. Either they're resting, people against, you know, <clears throat> us, mm-hmm. or or people are just sick or out for whatever reason.
2: Yeah,
4: this is the benefit of a small market with not a lot to do. Is that when they're home, and they've also been traveling a ton, which I'm assuming that the organization has them pretty locked in when they travel.
2: The, I mean, the league does. Yeah. By so road
4: being road. on the road for these long stretches has helped some of them avoid the COVID protocols. But then on top of that is I think just being in Oklahoma City, I'm assuming a lot of them are. I mean, you know, like, well, they're not going out regularly like you would in a city like L.A. where Kawhi and Paul George are out, you know, like, mm. I don't know. I think that probably has at least something to do with it.
3: God, but I I how bored do you think they are on these road trips, Jay? I mean, they're so, like. God, they're going to a hotel. It's not even like they can go to each other's rooms and hang out <laughs> during the day or whatever.
4: Especially compared to what they would have done last year on the road or the year before, or these guys that have been in the league for a while, which is not a lot of the Thunder guys, but mm-hmm. the things that they used to do on the road, I can't imagine.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, well I, I
1: can imagine. Well, oh, yeah.
2: and it's not, they can't even meet as a team. Yeah, I it's know. It's one they, of the biggest they, problems that they can't like go hang out at like the movies together.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they can't, you are going, like, on a road trip, you are spending probably 80% of your time in a hotel room by yourself. Yeah.
1: It sounds pretty nice, actually. If they have, like, a little jacuzzi in there. Fire, in the room. You think
3: they're line. staying at, like, honeymoon motels?
4: What's <laughs> yeah. crazy to me, though, is, like, they're flying in an airplane together. Yeah.
2: nothing makes sense like trying to like break it down and make sense they're also playing a
1: like strenuous activity yeah they're huffing their breath all over over each other other, next to each other sweating all over each other they're they're following
2: the cdc guidelines which honestly don't make a lot of sense right because they and they, they the cdc would argue that you aren't around somebody you have to be within six feet of somebody for 15 minutes In order for that to happen, and if you look at basketball tracking data, which is what they're doing, that it's it just hasn't it hasn't happened this year with two players
1: because they're not because they're so moving so constantly they're not like right next to someone for 15 seconds. Yes.
4: Yeah, but if they're regularly testing, like, which is the biggest key for them is mm -hmm. they're regularly testing, Mm -hmm. then they should be able to identify who has and doesn't have the virus. And if you can do that, like, if we get the fact that everybody was together and didn't have the virus, then all of a sudden you'd have confidence. I am like shocked, shocked that the NBA hasn't just like called Moderna on the side and been like, hey, can we get 1000? You know, I guess two thousand doses of the viral the the vaccine, so we can just kind of
2: they do those for you. They're definitely having those conversations. Definitely,
4: yeah. So I have a question, Andrew. I don't know if you know any of this, or if whenever you talk to some of the guys at the organization, like, do they have any conversations about? allowing fans in the game. Not that I'm saying they should or not, but you watch some of these teams and they have, you know, 2000 people in an arena that fits 20 and it doesn't feel too terrifying. Like, have they had any of those conversations?
2: I have not heard a peep about that. And I think it's, I mean, honestly, how much money could they really make on yeah. that?
3: Because you yeah. have to, if you have fans in the arena, then you have to staff the arena. A yeah. Little there's bit a more. lot
2: more people you have to employ. You got to, if you're going to have food, you have to open up all those vendors. I mean,
3: and you probably don't have to open up all the vendors. You could probably pick right. yeah, yeah, hey, two or three or something, but yeah, but you, you can't, I, a lot of
4: those, I guess technically some of those places have food and stuff like that, but yeah, for the most part those people should still be employed. I would bet.
3: Oh no, they're on the street, Jay. What do you mean? Well, you even think like the Thunder didn't lay
4: off half of their, you know, public relations or hospitality staff, did they?
2: I mean, I I mean, those people are probably hourly workers. Yeah. So they're probably just hanging.
4: Depending on, yeah, depending on who we're talking about. Yes. But a lot of those people you see walking around are part of the Thunder organization staff. I just know that because I had a friend that used to work in that world. That was their hospitality vp or something
3: I is it know. not the the arena's responsibility to hire those people
4: two, two different kind of layers of that there's a chesapeake arena staff and they're the ones that run a lot of the vending places and does stuff like that mm. but then there's kind of a hospitality staff that's part of the thunder organization as well
1: mm.
2: hmm. yeah there's plenty mm. there's there are people there like i walk down the hall and there are people sitting there making sure that we're not doing something dumb yeah And that's their job
3: you and so royce just- <laughs> Me and Royce D-Royce and Joe <laughs>
2: and Joe Masato. Yeah, I don't know. It should be I don't I don't know that they'll have fans anytime soon. It doesn't feel like it. Doesn't feel like it's a good idea. Yeah, Anyways. maybe
3: until you can get like 10,000 until it's safe to have 5 to 10,000 in there. It doesn't even sound like it would be worth it financially.
2: Yeah. Also, if you watch League Pass at all, the people the teams that do have fans have the dumbest entertainment going on they have like yeah. the, like the drummers are just they perform like during the breaks and they have dancers that perform during the breaks i'm i want no part of that uh, yeah the, the broadcast is already something to behold but yeah. don't add the thunder drummers and the storm chasers they need to
3: jobs it. too andrew andrew not a man of the people do the
1: not they a pay of the, the Thunder drummers uh, to my because my feeling is this is a passion passion project. Was, for the thunder yes, drummers. I
2: would guess it's very much a passion. project. Yeah,
3: they're just doing it for, for the, yeah. They barely yeah. pay the Thunder girls, they all have jobs. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have and to. they all are expected to
1: They get <laughs> be the, a Thunder girl they for get, 40 hours a week, but they get perks, I think.
3: No, the like free
1: like free places to work out and stuff, and like tanning and hair
3: and stuff. Well, yeah, but that's definitely not. It costs money, brother. Definitely not making up for the amount of time. I know D-Jans one of the. John's
1: toy, bigger in <laughs> John's toy, bigger in
3: Andrew has no time for that. Andrew Girl did talk. not want me to start spilling the beans on the Thunder Girl I situation. Did I did not. Okay, well. Hey, guys. Welcome. This is Tayshon Factor of Vickery Diggory. Mike Conley. We're talking about the Jazz. Mm -hmm. One of the best teams in the league. Red Hot Jazz. Red Hot Jazz led by Mike Conley, their best player. But Mike Conley's been great. His plus minus has been, uh, his total plus minus for the season is 229, which is the highest in the entire league. Mm -hmm. And uh, he mentioned he still thinks about making an all-star game. And it's something he still strives for, which this is going to end very sad for him.
2: <laughs> right, because there's two guys on your team that are in line before you.
3: You're not making it, dude. Sorry. Yeah. You probably should have made it earlier in your career, but it's not happening now. So Yeah, it's too late, bro. Uh, but I have a question for y'all. Is there anything in your life that you thought you'd achieved by now <laughs> or from an earlier passion, but it just didn't happen? I can start if you'd like me to.
1: Sure, you can start.
3: I thought, so 10-year-old Taylor would be absolutely mortified that almost 30-year-old Taylor is not super famous from being, like, an actor or a rock star or something like that. I remember being really little and realizing what my dad did and thinking, like, being extremely sad for him that he's not famous. (laughs) and that he's just a normal job having person.
2: Poor guy. And
3: I was so sad for him. I really felt bad for him. And I th- I was conv- it was like there's no way I could do anything else other than be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's probably not happening.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You never know, it could though.
3: You never know. I could it could still happen. So,
1: you know, we're all on our own timeline. I'll tell you mine. I <laughs> thought for sure you know like and this is like let's say college mm-hmm. for sure i would be i would work in comic books yeah I yeah, certain, yeah i was yeah. certain it was going to happen and it did not happen you aren't a lawyer and guess what probably not going to happen
3: <laughs> could still happen though never say never like bro good
1: good still happen. you even like interned at dc I comics i did i too. interned at i i interned at dc comics and so it wasn't just like oh, i'm going to do this one day and like out of with no like idea like i have interviewed four jobs at dc comics and uh but didn't get them
3: what what would your job like what was your dream job in the i wanted to be
1: a comic book editor editor so i was the person that like talks to the artist talks to the person that writes it and like make sure it's like kind of like showrunner of like a tv show oh, okay. but like make okay. sure things are happening on time like a producer getting, yeah. So kind of, yeah yeah like you're getting it you're actually making sure it's getting done mm-hmm. um and that's why i interned with him and it was awesome mm-hmm. but
3: uh i'm probably not gonna do it now <laughs> could still happen luke keep your toes crossed buddy mm-hmm.
4: it's so funny because that it- you know, like in our minds when we were younger, it would be some sort of like failure. Yeah. But you guys are like wildly successful in the fields that you've stepped into, which is really that's cool to watch. That's know? not true. <laughs> it is. And, come Wild on. Wild success. Is, uh,
1: successful. That's a, that's a, that's a big, <laughs> that's a big statement. Wild success, but Wild.
3: are we, li- are we living? Are, you guys I'm are glad. successful. I'm glad,
1: this, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this. I'm,
3: I'm I'm glad I'm doing this as opposed to that. Yeah, I mean, and it depends on what what your idea of successful is. Um, uh, thank you, Jay. I know you're trying to compliment us, but we will not accept. No, we will yeah. Not, yeah. not. We will not, not accept that. <laughs> we have not,
4: not accept not. Uh, I thought for if if because if you look back at like ten year old Jay, that's kind of the best frame for this for me. Mm-hmm. Is I thought I was going to be a professional athlete. Uh, I thought I was going to be in the NFL was my goal growing up. I love football, played football from four years old until I was 20. And I thought I'd be in the NFL and realized when I was not as giant as people in the NFL, that that was probably not a reality when I was in high school. And it started fading probably when I realized like how difficult that is. And now I'm probably pretty thankful that I didn't get to the NFL in the sense of the amount of beat down that my body would have taken that it already took, um, uh, so but that was mine is trying to be a professional athlete of some Who sort. Did
2: you model your game after jamon in the NFL? I mean, I it
4: wasn't what's funny is like NFL was my sport, I was probably had at least a fraction of one percent chance to play because I played it my whole life and my size fits that way. Basketball is where I modeled it the most after a person, and when I was a young kid, I was giant. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be Shaq, man. My whole life uh, on the football field, it was I was an offensive lineman that I thought I would. So you don't really model yourself after offensive
2: <laughs> linemen. <laughs> I really like the disagreed. Way he disagreed. But continue.
3: Tony Baselli. Uh, <laughs> but Jay, you played in at in college, right? I
4: got a scholarship, but I never played. I, I redshirted a year and
3: realized I didn't want
4: to do this for the rest of my mm. life, so I left.
1: Hmm. hmm.
2: Huh. Well, hello, Hi. Andrew. Um, I mean, as a kid, I wanted to be an artist. Really? Yeah. What kind of artist? Like an artiste? Like an artiste?
3: Like a sandwich artist?
2: Like, <laughs> I loved Subway <laughs> as a child <laughs> and thought to myself, I want to be an artist. God, if a I could sandwich artist. be
3: behind that glass counter.
2: <laughs> to be back there. How do I get there, mom? How? <laughs> no, I wanted to be like a like a cartoonist when I was a kid. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. draw? You can draw relatively well. Yeah, I can draw.
3: How yeah. come I don't see your drawings anywhere?
2: Put uh, I drew a po- I drew Pokémon. <laughs> I put the that's probably oh, the yeah, last like drawing pretty good. drawing that I put out there. But <laughs> my, my drawings? You like my drawings?
4: Did you ever so Andrew and I, well, Taylor too, uh all play music. Did you all ever think that, that was going to be what you wanted to do. There was a season when I was playing with Jiminy Crime where I thought, this is where, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go and we're going to be rock stars. It
2: was always like strictly like a fantasy. You know, like this yeah. would, it would be cool if
3: you didn't allow could, yourself to go. To I that never point.
2: thought like this, guys, we can do this. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And there, were, and I played with guys that thought that. Yeah. And that's I was just always like, yeah, this is kind of cool. We're having fun.
3: But you you were one of the best guys in the bands you were in always, though.
2: It was. Best it was,
3: musicians that in the bands you were in. Yeah,
2: I just always thought it was just a fun hobby.
3: Huh. You need to dream bigger, dude. Not a fun hobby, not a full-time <laughs> jobby. Jay, I never thought I would do that because I realized, i I don't think I could be in a band because I would need to control every single aspect of it, and that's hard to do as a drummer.
4: That's why you're self employed too, by the way.
3: Yeah, it's hundred <laughs> percent. That's why.
4: But yeah, the best part about that for me is always be the worst musician in your band. That's what I always did. Like, just stay in the pocket, Jay. Don't do anything flashy and let That's all the people that are true. good at music Jay's play. a very good drummer. I good bet drummer. you
3: were a better drummer than some of the
2: other guys that were not in my band. Friends. Really? See, now, Jay won't accept your compliment. Jay- I Jay- three, man.
1: threw in man.
4: Sounds um, good, guys.
1: Um, oh yeah. Hey guys, I wanted to let you. This isn't really online, but this is just for uh, to let, let you guys know. I've been tracking that this is going to happen. Talking a little bit about it. Shaq is going to be in a professional wrestling match. Whoa. He's gonna. Has I, he not
2: already been? In one, I, I thought he wrestled so. Big Show.
1: No, no, say. they've they've been in the ring together, but they've not wrestled a match. They've always said they wanted to, but they uh, never have. Huh. They wanted a WrestleMania match because they're both giants. But they like stared each other down and you know that stuff. But I think he's going to wrestle Cody Rhodes March seventh on a pay per view for AEW. He's he's challenged him, and so um, he he talked trash on him at something. It's been like a sl- kind of a slow burn. I think it's gonna happen, but I also think the Royal Rumble is this Sunday. WWE just signed a big, big contract, like a billion dollar, five year contract with Peacock. So if you have yeah. Peacock, you have all the WWE. Do
2: stuff. you have Peacock?
1: Well, I have WWE Network, so now I have Peacock because oh, they're com- like, combining oh, for nice. five years. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna do a cross promotion. I don't know this at all, but I could just see it because I was thinking about it. I think Kevin from The Office is going to join the Royal Rumble <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> I think just bring so a big pot of chili of like with him. The Office music hits, and then it's Kevin in his suit from The Office. I think that'd be so With funny. a
3: bowl of chili, and he comes down the ramp
1: and oh he spills. It just <laughs>
2: falls over with a bowl of The giant vat of chili. Yeah. Hey, I could see it, though. Oh man, he wrestled Andre the Giant who did Shaq no did I, I don't they have think there's photos wrong. of really? it
1: really are they in wrestling or staring down let me look those are fake photos that's not Andre the Giant that's Big Show
2: or whoever yeah they whatever. just
1: stared each other down they have not had they're
2: holding a, each other they're touching each other right here that's no, called an okay.
1: embrace that's not a match what that happened I think is they stared each other down and I think Big Show did a move to him it's not a wrestling match Jack it also feels like we should not just
4: gloss over there. the fact that you confuse Big Show with Andre the yeah, Giant. that,
2: that
1: was it, a it it, uh, that's that's it is his it son. It
2: says it on here. It says, says it on son. the website, Andre it's the Giant. It's his it oh, really? is
1: it is it's his son.
2: I'm sorry. The big Show I'm, just is Andre the Giant's I'm just literally son. There, reading off the internet. In, here. In, I've in, never been a wrestling guy.
1: At first there was a thing where Big Show is Andre the Giant's son, and who was it? I think Big Boss Man, but I'm not sure. Was the mom no crashed the funeral and, and took the took the casket
2: and big show rubbed the casket out <laughs> and they wrestled about it.
1: Huh.
2: They wrestled about it. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Let's take a break. <laughs> when you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. It was time for me to find a job i went right to linkedin jobs they helped me find the right employer and it was man very very easy process linkedin isn't just a job board linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin You're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply? See terms at discover.com/slash credit card. <laughs> now we're back from that hey, break. We're back ah, again. we
3: are back home. Any
2: questions?
1: Let's ask a Twitter question. It comes from <laughs> JPOSU, who wants to know, where would Dort go in a 2019
3: redraft? Oh, baby. I love redrafts.
2: <laughs> so I would guess that he would go in like the 12 to 15 range in that draft. Pulling it out. Um, I think that there's there's quite a few guys that you would take above him. And still, probably consider taking above him that haven't reached their potential yet because I, the draft wasn't that long ago.
1: Well, I can't believe you don't respect this team and Dort. Man.
2: I just don't like. Okay, so Zion. Tell me when. Tell me when okay. I should. Yes, there's a player this. that you would. Uh, you'd rather have Dort than this player, Zion. Now. Oh. <laughs> uh, John Morant. Now. Okay, we can't <laughs> play this game.
3: Uh, but let's see. There's not. I don't think there's 15 guys better than Dort in this draft, though.
4: Taylor, well, that's why I was trying to go through. The easy it. way to do this is to let Andrew list off players, and then you tell us whenever Dort would be better than okay, the guy let's, they draft. So let's
2: go ahead, Andrew. The game. RJ Barrett, DeAndre Hunter, Darius Garland. I mean, I'd rather have Dort than Jarrett Culver. Yeah, Culver. But that doesn't mean like he would go six. Like I'd rather have Kobe White or. You would? Probably. I mean, Kobe White is very good. Yeah, he's so very is, good.
3: So is Dortchus, dude.
2: Dort is Dort is good. Kobe White's going to be like a really good scorer in the league for a long time. Okay. Um, Jackson Hayes Dort. Jackson Hayes. Sucks. Yeah, but that's he's such a
4: versus. bad draft
2: pick. Um, Rui Hachimura, it's mm, debatable. Yeah. Cam Reddish is debatable.
3: Is it Dort's better than Cam Reddish?
2: It's potential wise, it's certainly debatable. I'd rather have Dort, but. Cam has had some moments. Kim Johnson. Better. Is good. Uh, P.J. Washington Pretty is good. good. Tyler Hero. I think you'd rather have Hero. Uh, and that's where it starts to get like, eh, like, okay, i probably take Dort. I mean, there's like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Matisse Tybalt, Brandon Clark. Um, Darius
3: Baisley. Brent
2: Williams. I mean, Baisley, it's funny. I mean, we would have probably yeah. taken Baze over him to start the season, and it probably wouldn't have been that close. Yeah. But I think that you can easily say that he has, like, the higher floor than Bays at this point.
3: Okay, here's a guy, though. THT is down there in the second round, number 46.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be Taylor, guys- If he wasn't playing for the Lakers, nobody would
3: be talking about him as much as they are. I agree, but the fact that he's able to p- play like this on the Lakers.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I just think that... I think you can make a real, real good argument that he would be between 10 and 15.
2: Yeah. I think
4: if you redrafted the whole thing, which would be a fun kind of practice at some point. But, you know, there's guys that would fall out. I think it's hard, man. Jarrett Culver, like I said, I think I talked about this last week, is Mm -hmm. coming out of uh, college. Like he was, I mean, this is not, there wasn't a reach for him to go that high. Uh, he's just in Minnesota, man, and that place is not great for people to figure out who they are well, or be the better shoot. version of himself. I mean, he, yeah. he
2: just can't shoot, which is a huge problem. And he's not—he's not like an elite defender either. Um, so yeah, that's that's a problem. So I would I would definitely bump get him out of there. But yeah, Jackson I mean, Hayes wouldn't be top ten. I don't think. No, no chance. No way
3: top 10 on jackson hayes what a crazy pick that's looking like now
2: that was that was bad i mean yeah. that was a that was a just a straight up bad pick when you trade for that pick and you have the chance to like if they had Rui or cam johnson or mm-hmm. tyler hero or any of them i mean that would be much much better
3: and what's great? i mean these are guys those guys you just mentioned are guys that they were really good in college too it's I mean, not if you, like
2: if they just took PJ Washington, if they're like, okay, we're looking for a fit next to Zion. Yeah. Why would you choose Hayes? He's yeah. not a he's not a fit next to Zion.
3: Why are they so obsessed with getting a five for Zion? I don't know,
2: man. They could have had they could have had a Cam Johnson or a PJ Washington. Gosh, like, that's a, those are both really nice fits next to him. Yeah. Rui's not a good fit next to him, but he would be a player. I mean, even like
3: Brandon Clark, if they, can, if they can get this back on the rails consistently with Brandon yeah. Clark, that would have been a great Clark has been arc. good.
2: Clark has been good this year.
3: He's been good again? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Is his shot still? Did, did it revert back?
2: I guess. I don't know what happened there. But, yeah, he's like 13 points, six boards. Okay, good. Almost two assists, a steal, and almost a block a game. He's not shooting the ball well, but he's, he's 47% from the field. I'm so worried about Brandy he's been he's been better yeah he's been better i know a lot of people love to compare his numbers to basely's at the beginning of the year but um clark has had a much better season than bays so far
1: hey guys let's move on to our next twitter question it comes from at zach Deeg, who wants to know will dort get more votes for most improved or defensive
2: player of the year Third in the MPP voting. <laughs> i I'm probably still defense, I would guess, is where people uh, kind of see him.
3: Hater. You refuse to accept the truth and the reality of what <laughs> Dorshys is.
2: I would say that the, the only struggle with most improved player is that there's going to be so many people that vote for this that just scroll through and see points per game Mm -hmm. and where the points per game jump is. Yeah. There's a jump with Dort, but most of the people that win MIP are scoring like 20 points a game out of like, what
4: what do you think about a Jeremy Grant? Like if, if teams that are even on the bottom side of it are getting this look,
2: he's, he's like the perfect most improved candidate because a lot of people don't like this award because it's usually, like Dort, who's a second-year player, yeah, and those guys are supposed to get good. That's supposed to happen. You get better from year one to year two. Jeremy's getting better. What is this year seven or eight for him?
3: Yeah, I guess it has been that long.
2: He's the perfect candidate because he's he's improved way later in his career and he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. So I mean, to me, he's he he's, that might he should be... run away with it if he can keep this up.
3: Jeremy Grant might be out of that sweet spot, though, because seven or eight is like, I feel like sometimes a player's in the league so long that it's like, well, yeah, finally he started to.
2: But he, was, like but the ex- he was a second round pick. There's yeah. no expectations for him. I mean, if this were like Derek Rose or somebody like that, or Derek Rose is finally bad. He won't ever win most improved.
3: You know? Yeah. Derek Rose was, was the MVP of the, the MPP of the league.
2: He won. He was first in the MPP voting.
3: Yep.
1: Hey, guys, <laughs> let's move on to our next Twitter question.
2: It comes from at
1: Mitchell underscore Wells. Who wants to know, is it just me or is the second unit almost more fun to watch this year? than it's just you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is only you. I don't know. They're, the second unit is fun. You don't think they're fun?
4: More I think points. the thing that draws me to the second unit is just that they play with incredible intensity.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Like it's it's not going to be as good as the unit led by Schroeder and you know with with the team that they're putting out there, mm-hmm. Nerland's Noel, all of that. But with between Kendrick Williams and Poku and Kendrick. Teo, like it's just a lot of it's just a lot of intensity. It's also kind of like a it's really dog you know gambling is. a little bit where you have no idea what's actually going to happen. And that's kind of the wild card with Pocos. There's an enjoyment Paco. of watching the suspense of what's he going to do with the ball. Yeah. Um Teo has been somebody, I, I, don't know, I don't know, I really liked what I saw from him against Phoenix uh the few times he played in that starting lineup. And then,
2: yeah, I don't good.
4: know, there's just part of it that's it's enjoyable to watch is the thing. It may not be in, as, as fun as last year or whatever. It definitely is not as good. But I think it's been really enjoyable to watch.
2: There's just so many wild cards. The second unit last year, you're right. It was it was just Schroeder. Like that was the show, and it was
3: it was right, a great show.
2: Rightfully so. Like he yeah. almost won six man of the year. Uh, there's there's no six man of the year candidates on this team, and like Kenrich, Hami, Poku are all just wild cards, and they could do anything at any moment of time. You just don't know. When somebody gets a rebound, what what happens next? And you so know. that's what's kind of ex- that's what makes it kind of exciting is that there's no you you knew what to expect with Schroeder almost on every possession. Yeah. They're going to run some kind of set. They don't. I don't know how many sets the second unit gets into. Uh, it's <laughs> it's usually just whoever's got the ball barrel at the rim and see if you can spray the ball out to somebody else. Yeah. My thoughts, favorite
1: favorite thing is when Poku gets the ball at the top of the key and he starts motioning for <laughs> someone to do something. It, you're about to see magic
2: when that yeah, happens. I love it. You're
3: convi- you've are you convinced me. I forgot this is what fun is.
2: Poku waved off the whole team, Clear drove out, into yeah. the lane, and drove the ball up his foot. I love it. It was great.
3: Yeah, baby.
1: Love it.
2: It was wonderful.
1: All right. Let's move on to our next... Twitter question It's a twitter question specifically for andrew from at ben keesling at andrew do you have a favorite guitar <laughs>
2: at andrew. uh yeah i it's it's definitely this black Les paul that i have in my house right now it's really nice it's a nice guitar it looks heavy pretty heavy. it is heavy i yeah. played it Like on like, I played it at my church maybe over a year ago, on stage for like the first time in a long time, and I forgot how heavy that guitar is. Um, Did not part of me did not enjoy having to stand up with it for for so long, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, it's I like it. And then I have this acoustic ovation from the seventies that was my grandpa's, and so it has a lot of sentimental value, and it's a really cool guitar too. So,
4: I'm playing acoustic on Sunday just because you I'm are. Not, yeah. I'm, there's somebody filling the pulpit for three weeks and I'm playing acoustic. And I haven't played the acoustic regularly in, I mean, a year at least. So I was practicing this week and my fingers.
3: Yep.
4: Oh, my gosh. I was in so much pain.
1: <laughs> but I bet it's a little pleasurable, too. Hey, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from <laughs> Thunder UK talk. <laughs> Who wants to know? Do you think Theo can become a good or better player than Reggie Jackson? Theo. A, ba- a backup PG <laughs> on a contender. We're having
3: a, we're a, yeah. It's a real Pam Pan situation.
1: It's <laughs> a Pam Pan situation. This
2: is definitely Pam a Pan. Yeah, my fingers. Uh, yeah, I think he could. <laughs> I think he definitely could uh become that I, I here's what I think. I Reggie Jackson is a wild man. Okay, And he thought, he he came into Thunder training camp one season saying that he wants to be the best player to ever live. And the thing about Maladon is that he's not going to have that kind of moment. I think that he's going to, he wants to be a really good player. I think he wants to be a great player. But I also think that he understands who he is. Because he's not trying to do things that he shouldn't do on the court, even at a very young age. So... I would say that he has a like a potential to be a backup guard or potentially a starting guard for a really long time Whoa. in the NBA. Whereas Reggie's and he's played a little bit better this year for the Clippers, has kind of already had his like flame out moment. God. Where I just think that Teo's more of a steady hand type of guy. He's not he's not going to be mistaken for the like the number one guy on a team, which. Reggie was just because of his own confidence, and then Detroit figured out pretty quickly that this is mm-hmm. a very very bad situation that we have put ourselves in. <laughs> I don't think that the kind of trajectory that that Tayo's on. Uh, I think that to me, profile's more of a like a solid guard that will be your probably your third guard.
3: Yeah, uh, Tom uh, Thomas Saturansky, if you will. Thomas Thomas Satur- if you will. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, Reggie though. I just want to. I know we hate on Reggie a lot and deservedly so. But yeah. do you remember how freaking good he was? He was good for his role. He was really good. And then he started being a, a,
2: a wild man. Yeah, he was. He got
3: wild. Yeah, he, say. I mean, his scoring ability as like that backup point guard was shocking. To off all the of bench, us.
2: he was. He was nice. Yeah. I mean, even whenever. I mean, think about it. He they played against Memphis when Russ went out, and slid yep. him into the starting lineup and they couldn't get any traction at all with Kevin Durant on the team. One of the best players to ever play the game. Durant. And that Memphis team was solid. They were a a good team. They were not a great team. Kevin Durant should have been able to elevate himself over that kind of team, but didn't do it. Loser mentality. What a loser.
1: Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Jasper H. Hammer who wants to know if our own pick ends up being something like number eight or 10, how bad is that for the team moving forward?
2: (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) I'll tell you that this is, this is not, this is, that is not where the thunder would like to be. Cause if you're picking 10, the odds of picking a great player are extremely low and you want to give yourself every chance that you can. And that's where maybe they start to package picks, multiple picks, to try to push themselves into the top five. Mm -hmm. Um, I would not be surprised to see that happen if they continue down this road. However, they haven't hit the tough stretch of their schedule yet. And when they play after this Houston-Houston-Minnesota-Minnesota homestand, it's Lakers, Lakers, Denver, Milwaukee, Portland, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Miami, San Antonio, Atlanta, Denver. Let's see where they are then.
3: Yeah. Also, I just want to remind um, us all here at this in this podcast, and Jay, I hope you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys took five games.
2: I never shook on it.
3: Shut up.
2: You did. Andrew, it. come on. Come on. I didn't. I didn't, on. I didn't shake on it.
3: Guess what? That is you're some coward... I'm just saying loser stuff, dude, you lose. So they need you to win three more. Is that what it is?
1: Credibility with a down to Doug base. Yeah. With yeah. yeah. Good words. Um, Listener base. Hey, you, you've lost it. This I'm, kidding. Is, this I'm kidding.
2: I'm kidding. Uh, I will. I will. I still stand by my five. Okay.
3: I stand by it. So they can only win two more games.
2: I don't want to shake, shake, shake my shaking. lawyer's hand. I'm not shaking your hand.
3: Pound on it, pound it. Not pound it. Pound it. Wow, this Wait, is, is some, it God. Is, They've already won three.
2: They won three since then.
3: They did they win three times? No, no, no. no they've no. won twice. 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 They
4: beat
2: Portland okay. and they beat Phoenix twice.
3: So I need four more games out of this next month. I'm actually going to be cheering for this team to be winning. What a
2: horrible place to be.
3: Well, dude, this is pro. You know what? I'm not gonna go. Let's it's just on. Taylor's
1: Taylor's basketball mind. He understands the game so much better than you because he can just, tell you who, who's gonna true. win games.
3: You don't see the things that I see. Okay, <laughs> if don't. if
4: I can tell you what they get out of this home and away series with Houston and Minnesota,
2: I, I believe we are going to lose the bet, Jay. Because I I really did not. I mean, honestly, though, I mean the position that they got with Portland and Phoenix yeah. without Booker without Booker and then without Nurk CJ, CJ and Covington I mean if I knew that that was going to happen I would have said yeah well, for you sure gotta you got to take
3: into accountability accountability wait is that right
2: huh that did not sound account right.
3: what did you say <laughs> take into account take into account account yeah but I said accountability I thought you said you take. gotta take into account that players might be injured or resting against a team. Was like oh, that what you did? Yeah, you Absolutely. went
4: through and you're like, I just assume that Booker's gonna be out this game and Portland's gonna have nobody. I will say this: I think it's important for us to remember. Like they did, Oklahoma City also played really well against those two teams. Like they did. it helps not playing against real players, but I mean that game against Portland was like insanity from muscala from i mean they're just shooting the lights out and then against phoenix like between dort and shea and horford like they showed up phoenix should have won that game even without booker like they won last night without booker against the warriors by double digits you know like Mm -hmm. the thunder have outperformed what we expect them to which is not for me just to be real it's like not uh, what I want to see, and I, I know that the natural tendency is to assume that the Thunder we should always want to win, but that's mm-hmm. not real. Like, they ha- they need to get the next generational guy to pair with Shea. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about long term frustration from your stars, yes, it's be mediocre forever, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. So, that's why for me, it's like they have to get a top five in the next draft. And the good thing is, I think for Thunder fans, is like this. I think if you want it quicker to be done with, you need to try to get a top five this year. Mm-hmm. But if George Hill is gone regardless at the end of this year. Uh, so next year you have a team that's, that's running out. Yeah. And so you have with the Miami Houston and Oklahoma city, you're going to have potentially two picks between the, if it landed right now, although Miami is not really, it's hard to evaluate. They're going to end the season, but mm-hmm. Miami is your best pick. But if I was betting, based on the current trajectory and then expectation mm-hmm. for the heat is you would have a team between you'd have two picks between seven and 18.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And so you're going to add two guys that are lottery picks, but they're not going to be great. And so you're still going to be very mediocre to bad next year right. is, the, is my bets, And so then you're looking at the 2022 draft uh, that you're going to have another shot to get in the top five, but
2: that's the fear fear. because if you're, if you're mediocre this year, you will likely be mediocre next year. And the middle is the worst spot to be in, in the NBA. And I know people want to root for this team. Wonderful. That's great. You have to see the big picture and there's still, it's still very early. I mean, it's still very early in the season and these wins and losses without a doubt matter in them getting this, the pick that they want to get, uh, But it's still early. I mean, we're still, it's still January and a season that started at the end of December.
4: Yeah, the trade deadline's late March. Like, you're going to start seeing, I think, at the first couple weeks of February, some teams that have signed people or or made moves are able to to move their guys away. Like, I just, this team is not going to look the same. I think George Hill is going to be the biggest, probably easiest and quickest one that goes, which Mm -hmm. you've seen this team still win without George Hill. But, obviously, Mm -hmm. he makes this team... Uh, better.
2: It makes them better. And you may see them move on from Mascola too. Like, Mascola has been extremely helpful in many, many ways to this team. As uh, He's been extremely helpful to the young guys. I mean, he's a he's an outlet that these guys use a lot. So I just – we'll see what happens. And if the Thunder want to be – I mean, I know where they want to be. They're, they're going to have to make some moves in order to get where they want to be, though.
1: All right, let's move on to an extra question. It comes from at Nixon Wixon, who wants to know, does anyone on the pod watch anime? And if so, what anime do you think is best? Luke? I don't watch a lot of anime. However, I have watched anime. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some I, I like. like like uh, Cowboy Bebop is legitimately very good. Mm. I like that. And the movie is fantastic. Mm. Also, one called Fooly Cooly I like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law was over and uh, watched the baby the other evening, and we came back, and she had been watching Avatar, uh-huh. the Last Airbender. The Last Airbender, and it looked it, in, it intrigued me. I might start. I might check it
1: out. I turned. I, I was on HBO Max, and they like I've I've just gotten it, and so like kind of see what all there is. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of anime on it.
3: I might have to watch some. Hey, what is? Are you familiar with? <laughs> There's this anime movie that's considered... Akira. Is that the one? Probably. It's like from the 80s. It's like people think it's like really, really, really good. Yes, but there is an anime movie that's considered one of the greatest films ever made. It's Akira. Is it that one? Yeah, it's very good. I I own it. Mm -hmm. You check it out. It's good. Or like the the winds of change.
1: Thank you. uh, You might... I don't know what you're talking about. But if if it's Akira. Maybe it's Akira.
0: But um you I'm really, and I'm,
1: and I'm really not that into anime. I don't, I can't tell. Do, are you in mm, anime? Definitely feels yeah. that way. Oh, no. Jay, do you watch anime?
4: No. Huh.
1: All right.
4: Not now, like I'm not mad that you do, but you sound, no, I but do not watch don't anime.
1: sound very happy I do. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. Uh, okay. It comes from at Miguel Devella 25 who wants to know who's the current front runner on the Thunder for the Pascal Siakam NBA smart guy player of the year.
2: I mean, for the Thunder, it's, it's still, it's gotta be Shay, right? Really? As like the smart guy, like oh you 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 couldn't possibly understand how good this guy is, kind of thing. You know, like yeah, those are the conversations that we have about had about Pascal years ago. And like,
4: is I, Dort is Dort too known of a quantity?
2: I think to be Dort that guy? is just. It's very clear what he's good at, and that's and that's a part of like the Siakam stuff. Mm-hmm. Is like you have to have the eye that I have to understand how good he is, kind of thing. I don't know. I, Who else would it be on this team?
3: I feel like it's either Dort. The SGA thing is the only thing that throws me off about that is he is the best player on this team obviously. Mm-hmm. But I guess what what are you saying the smart guy take is yeah, he's good but you're not even understanding just how good he is. Yeah, that's that,
2: that's the that's the smart guy level. Yes, of course like, he leads the team in scoring and he's got the most potential and it's that's an easy conversation to have but to be like I see first all NBA potential in this guy. First mm-hmm. team, he's a first teamer. He's I a, think Dort has that too, though, with just with his defense.
3: A player's defensive ability. Yeah, big smart guy. I think. Yeah,
2: but he's but he's a good defender in the ways that you see. Yeah. That is like too. It's too obvious. Oh,
3: like real ways you mean?
2: Yes. <laughs> exactly.
3: In reality, yeah. he's really good in all these ways you talk about it.
4: Aaron Yount says this, and I I kind of agree where Horford, I think if Horford, if we get like 10 days of this kind of run, you're going to have somebody that jumps on a pod and be like, have you watched Oklahoma City? Man, watch what Horford's doing. He's a guy that's doing blank, 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 you know, like insert thing. Watch the way he's keeping this team in this. And, mm-hmm. you know, his shooting's improving, like looking all those things, like, which is great. I hope that they pump him up enough to for us to move on from him immediately.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say that he that that conversation he, about a thirty-four-year-old though. Yeah, but
4: I, I don't know. I, in my mind, I immediately had Zach Lowe just talking about like
2: Horford can still play; he can still do yeah, it. But, he, but we know he's good. I like, got Horford's made the All-Star team before.
4: Yeah, but yes, but he was like. There's a big question about whether or not he still can contribute to a team that wants to win on a high level.
2: Yeah, I just don't think that that's the Pascal Siakam conversation. Right?
3: Valid. Valid. Oh, yeah. There has to be youth. Spirited Away is considered the greatest uh, anime movie of all time. I've never seen it. I would love to watch it.
1: Hey, guys, you know what I think? Can I, can I just... I We have a next, our next question is about Poku. Mm-hmm. And, but before I do that, I think people are focusing too much on Poku with his name sounding like Pokemon. Yeah. And not enough with Poku sounding like Goku from Dragon Ooh. Ball
3: Z. Ooh, interesting. You know? So... Can you uh, work up like a Photoshop of this?
1: I want to see Foku go super saiyan. Man! All right. Here's our uh, <laughs> right. question. It comes from <laughs> at Tim Gatch. Who wants to know, do you see Poku going through any serious body transformation over the next few seasons? I'm reminded of Zubac when he first came in and took him a few years to look the way he does. Would it be a good thing for him to put to have a body transformation, or is he better off staying slim? You he's pronounce body. Zubac's name like Zubat. Yes, I do. Here's the thing. that though, I thought body transformation, I thought he needs to go Super Saiyan.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's got to get stronger. I don't know if he needs like an entire like body transformation. Zubach was never like this. Uh, No, 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 not like this. That sounds like Super Saiyan. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Uh, (laughs) Is that what you're doing at the beginning of the podcast? The intro, yeah. Uh, It's the same sound. That's me. I'm sorry. I'm going Super Saiyan. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he's got to get, he has to get stronger. If he's going to be an NBA player, he just flat out has to get stronger. And he's got, he does have to change his body because he's, he's so incredibly thin. And the thing about him that I would say, if he could beat people off the dribble now, I would say, don't worry about your size. Like, don't worry about any of that because that ability to get to the rim and finish whatever, he can't do it. He can't get he can't beat anybody off the dribble, like his dribble is very effective in he transition. Can't even
3: beat Hami off the dribble when when <laughs> Hami's coming in setting a pick. for him. I know. <laughs> can't even
2: get past I know. his own players. Right. I know. That's so true. <laughs> That's a problem. And so with that, to me, he's going to be able to like attack a closeout and things like that. Yes, but if you can't beat anybody off the dribble, then yeah, you got to get a lot stronger. You got to be able to get to the rim. And you've got to be able to take those threes with... I mean, it's it takes a ton of effort. It takes a full body effort for him to take threes at this point. I mean, that's you've seen the way that he has to move his body. Oh, I've watched him move that, that body. That beautiful body. God, those hips.
4: I was uh, watching... So, Matt Penny, who does a lot of podcasts with Sam Vicini, and he was uh, posting a clip about Evan Mobley. And I just asked the question. I said, Evan is super skinny. Mm-hmm. Like he is the equivalent of Poku. Like as far as maybe he's a little thicker, mm-hmm. but it's not much. And so I just asked the question. I said, do you think that an NBA team can get Mobley to fill out? Because I know he's he's got incredible skill in every single facet of the game, but he's really physically uh, underwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so I just asked the question. Matt was like, man, most of the time, just on Twitter, not like I text him or something, but he says most of the time, it, once NBA strength and conditioning uh, teams can get a hold of these guys, they can really transform their bodies. Mm-hmm. And so I do have this, I do have this aspect of me for for Poku, where I I wonder if he can fill out and what that looks like. And it's always helpful to go back and look at some of these guys. I, I couldn't tell you what Zubak looked like. When he was early on, but even LeBron James, like just remembering that naturally these guys are going to fill out just with age, let alone the fact that they fill out with, with the strength and conditioning that these organizations, especially a guy like Poku, who they clearly are invested in, um, and so, I don't know, I, I, it, it does make me, he, he obviously needs to get stronger mm-hmm. and he needs to get quicker, but but all of that's going to be part of his evolution anywhere where he's figuring out the game at the same time that he's physically developing. I think you're going to start seeing really what Poku can bring probably two seasons from now because uh, I think he'll physically develop and I think he's going to figure out like, hey, you can't swipe the ball off of the rim anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. You know, or hey, don't call Hamadou who clearly hates you uh, to come and set a screen for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, homie's homie's not set screws for anybody. Come on. Yeah, it's there's a lot of development to happen physically, mentally. Like he doesn't know the league. I've been saying this for the last week. Like you can just tell that he doesn't yeah. know the NBA and he's learning it. And he's learning the players, he's learning how the game is played. Like he has a lot. There's a, the learning curve is much steeper than even most other rookies in the league. Because most of those guys, like worshipped the other players in the right. NBA and watched it and knew what the rules were I like knew what the rules were of the league. Foku came over didn't know. That's
3: why he's just out there being so disrespectful.
2: I mean he called a trade a transfer. He called the, the teams <laughs> clubs. I mean it, he doesn't know the NBA. He just absolutely doesn't know the league. And so it's going to take a while just to learn the NBA and to learn who he's playing against. Because if he doesn't know that it's called a trade. I do
3: prefer transfer.
2: Like how many people do you think, how many NBA players does he know? Like obviously he knows like LeBron James and and those guys. But how many of these guys does he know that he lines up across from? Like what do these guys do? He's learning it in film.
3: Do you think he even knew any of the players that were on the team he got
2: it's possible. Sorry, the
3: club he got drafted.
2: It's to. it's possible he didn't know any of the guys on the club. Yeah. It's very possible.
3: And you know what that means? You're not in the core. <laughs> if you don't know who Give the players time. of your club, you're not in the core.
2: Give him time. Give him time.
3: Oh, really? Give him time. Yeah. He, also, Jay, he doesn't have the frame to put on the weight, dude. This is it for him. <laughs> if over. he doesn't make it this year...
4: You're out, man. It's over. He's I bad. know you're not serious about it, but how do you actually like watching Like do you are you worried about his future watching him play now, Taylor?
3: Yes, because I I do not think he will be able to gain the kind of strength and the way to use his body uh in a in a way that's going to push his game forward. I think the only way that he's going to be able to make it in the league is his skills, he has to be like a skill player and he has I mean, to be a what, shooter.
2: But what else was he going to be, though? I mean, like, that's what that's why they drafted him.
3: Yeah, I know. But it's not like he's ever going to be able to put the ball down and body someone off to go to the rim. He's going to have to, like, cross people over.
2: Yeah. Without he's a ga- doubt.
3: You know, like he's going to have to be a guy with an extremely good handle at seven foot to be able to. He's a wing. wing.
2: I mean, that's the thing about him the, that we have learned is that he's a wing. Yeah. And I don't think we knew that. Cause he was playing against children right, last year <laughs> and he played, he was able to play center. Like he'll never ever be an NBA center.
3: Yeah. Never. Or, or he's got to be just an insane three point shooter.
4: Yeah. Which, which I, I, think I think is, I think they drafted him thinking that he would be exactly what you, you said able to handle, able to shoot. And he's, and I think that's the, the, yeah. What, yeah. And, and you see, I don't know. I see enough flashes, um, I'd see enough flashes at this point to think at least not to give up on it. Obviously, and I'm not saying you're trying to say that you're done attempting to think he's going to be a basketball player. Mm -hmm. You just see little things like he has sometimes the ability to utilize his body in a way that feels fluid. And there was a, a finish he made at the rim against Portland, I think, and it looked good. And I don't know, it's I know somebody has to score, but even the fact that he is putting up shots and making some of them on the NBA level as a 19 year old block getting blocks I don't know I just think there's parts of it where I, I'm not I'm not like fired up like sometimes you can see this clearly with a you know hide or even a, a risky draft pick that this guy's going to be an NBA player I'm not there yet but I don't feel I'm not nervous about his potential because I do think it's absolutely there mm-hmm. so maybe I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid on Poku but
2: yeah, I mean, he, he's, shown, he's shown flashes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 405Fan wants to know, the ultimate goal this year is to get a top pick while still developing the young players on the roster. Winning games on the backs of Mescala, Horford, and Hill is actually harmful to the long-term goals. How realistic is it to sit those guys for youth so that we don't get the 10th pick?
3: You can't sit them, though. You've just got to keep playing them and then trade them.
2: Yeah, that's the hope, is that really... if? I think the team will be not good if Horford is the only one left, but with the combination of the three, yeah, is really what is helping them, <laughs> helping them significantly. And Mescal has been super good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been very a very consistent shooter and a very helpful player
3: to them. It's it's funny to see a player like George Hill that I always thought was good, yeah, but on the teams he's been on prior to this one. Um, you know, I thought okay, that's a solid guy on a uh-huh. team who what team wouldn't want this guy on their roster. But then when he comes to a team like this and he has the ball, you really see, oh, this dude is really good. <laughs> this dude could really contribute to He's a to very a really experienced NBA player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like just how easily he can get by his defenders and just how well he knows the game, his IQ, you really see it on a on a team like this that does not have a lot of players with high basketball IQ. Yeah, You have like SGA and him and probably Horford, but he just doesn't have the ball enough to really see it. Or mm-hmm. you're just not running through Horford enough to really see
2: it. But yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point you're the, the value that you would get out of trading them away is probably more than like waiting for the value that you could potentially to get, get for back. them. Like yeah. max value. Yeah. Like the true value is making your pick better. Like, right. You're trading them.
3: Better. The trade off you get by trading them is the picks, <laughs> like better picks this year. That's basically what you're trading yeah. for. Yeah.
2: I mean, you could, if you traded Mike for a second rounder or even George Hill for like a good second rounder. Yeah. Like,
3: fine. <laughs> that's great. But also, the team gets a higher pick in the first yeah. round. Yeah. So yeah. that's and really you're,
2: what you're And you could for. be this, the fifth pick instead yeah. of the 10th pick. Yeah. Which.
4: Which is dramatic for dramatic. who you want to be. Yeah. To have a shot at Jalen Green or Kaminga versus who knows at 10.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like, it's a big deal. What's more valuable to this team? Getting a higher pick in the first round or getting a, the best second round pick you can get for George Hill? Yeah. You know, like, which one are you going to wait on?
4: Yeah. And Sam knows all of this. Like, obviously. I, don't, like, I hope so. I sure do hope but so, so But, you know, like, I think it's... There's just such an important reminder for fans. Like, to it's there's the short sightedness of being successful today or being a team that's enjoyable to watch that is not the way this organization wants to function.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, short sightedness puts you just consistently in playing games indefinitely or the seven or eight seed. Like, you have to get these generational guys like it's the only way we ever got to where we are today Mm -hmm. and it's a thing that continues to hold back these teams like the kings the magic like insert other team that's stuck in mediocrity the hornets um you could the the thunder
2: could say like hey we see that sga is good let's go for it let's trade for harrison barnes and let's get guys that fit around him and the kings are the worst defense in the history of the nba today you just can't. Wow! You can't start like you can't feel like okay, great, we have a good player. Yes, the Thunder have a good player, but s- acting like okay, now we're ready to build a rat. Like let's let's go, let's go, we got him, let's go. No, 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 no. The Thunder cannot do that. I know, and I know the Thunder don't want to do that. I know they don't. I'm not. This is not a guess. This is not an opinion. Like this is this is the direction.
4: Well, and it's, I think that the question is always like, are they learning bad habits and losing has the the potential to do this and this, but it's, it doesn't feel like that. They're, they're even bad, but it's not like, I don't know. I don't feel it's not Brad Beal on the sidelines, like praying that the Lord would take him away from the wizards.
2: Well, and even Bradley Beal, like you talk about like bad habits, like the bad habits haven't hurt Bradley Beal. How many teams would give up a like five draft picks to get him? A lot.
3: How? What is this? Year seven for him.
2: This is year nine for Bradley Beal.
3: No, it's not. He's only
2: twenty five. No, no, no. He's like twenty seven. <laughs> huh? Yeah. He, he would have been. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean this is.
4: It's twenty seven.
3: It, oh shoot! It's year nine for this guy. <laughs> I
2: told. I said that. Oh yeah. Huh. Um. It didn't hurt Bradley Beal. It doesn't hurt good players. Bad habits can hurt fringe players, but you're not building around. You're not trying to build to get fringe players. You I mean, the fringe players that are on this roster today are unlikely to be on the roster in, you know, three or four years. So the whole argument that the losing hurts this and the culture and the bad habit, like all that is there, there's no there's no proof of that. I mean, you you can look at if you and if you want to call it out, you're just talking about bad teams, bad bad franchises. You're talking about the Wolves and the Kings. Like, yeah, those those teams. It doesn't matter who's on the team; it really doesn't. Like those franchises are awful. Like they're terrible. The they, Carlin Anthony Towns has been viewed as one of the best big men in the NBA since he was in since he came into the league, and they haven't been able to build a good team around them because their franchise is no good. I mean, they just they just expended serious draft capital franchise, changing draft capital to get D'Angelo Russell. (laughs) Your your franchise
4: is potentially a top five pick in the draft.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and
4: I think the other thing you can look at for the wolves to kind of, not that we're trying to pile on them, uh, but you look at Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler comes there, gets them into the playoffs. And then immediately is like this culture, is not good and it's like i gotta get out of here
2: yeah in the most public way possible get me out of here Mm
3: -hmm.
4: and then runs their starters off the floor with a team of you know bench guys
2: yeah because they were horrified of jimmy Butler.
4: was same same Mm
3: -hmm. yeah but like the fact that they would be so unfamiliar with that level of professional like behavior hey, for, or intensity from Jimmy Butler says a lot about the franchise. Even the Wiggins
2: team. this this week. Did you hear Wiggins post game this week? No. What he you say? he. They played the Wolves. The Warriors played the Wolves, mm-hmm. and he talked about basically how unorganized the the entire organization is. Mm. He's like, and he just talked about how organized the the Warriors are from night to night. In that, I know what I'm supposed to do every day. Mm. Like kind of thing. Like I know what my assignments are. I know what the, I know what the team wants me to do. You know, those like baseline level of things where he was obviously saying I was not getting that with the Timberwolves. Yeah. Kind of deal.
3: Yeah. Wiggins has been a lot more consistent this year too. He's been fine. I mean, it hasn't been like extra, I mean, he hasn't gone out and, the difference is he's not having like thirty point game and then five point game. Where the hell was Wiggins? Yeah. He's in every game
2: now. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been fine. Like he's been a decent defender. He's been a decent scorer. Yeah. Like he's he's doing his job there. I don't I mean, obviously that was a good trade for the Warriors.
3: They should trade for towns too.
2: I should go get Towns. Can you imagine if Towns... We'll
3: give you your pick back for Carl We'll
2: trade you your pick back. We'll take... You can have your pick back and we'll take Towns. Ugh, what a mess. What
3: pick a back mess. and Wiseman for Towns. They've also had
4: such... This is the frustration about Minnesota, too, is they've had incredible draft capital over the last 10 years and have just blown it. Blown it.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
4: Like, even this year, like, I think Anthony Edwards might be fine. But even, I mean... LaMelo would have made a ton of sense for the Wolves.
2: Yeah, wouldn't you rather just have Wiggins, your pick this year, and LaMelo? Yeah. Yes. Could have had it.
3: Anthony Edwards could be pretty good, but...
4: Yeah, I like some of the things I see from him. I think there's a potential he's going to be super inefficient. He look
2: like a number one pick, though. He looks like the yeah. 14th pick. Yeah. He looks like what you'd be excited about as the 14th pick. Oh, he's coming off the bench. He's scoring, I don't know, what is he scoring, like 10 points a game?
4: Yeah, but everybody – you know, this is what's hard. is everybody kind of assume that anyway? You know, we we yeah. thought that. Now, to be fair about the Wolves this year, is that having Carl Anthony Towns out for so long has been obviously a problem. He's played – I mean, I can't even imagine. What, five games this year? If that?
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a problem. So he is
4: – yeah. He is at least ramping up. From what they said, he's ramping up conditioning and getting closer and closer. Yeah. And so we could see him this week if they play. And he, they're a totally different team without it, with him. Like mm-hmm. obviously, he's incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: but yeah, he's played four games this year.
2: Yeah, I think you can already watch the mellow and say, "Oops, oops, they made a yep. mistake here. <laughs> this is yep. a big mistake." Yeah. No matter if D'Angelo Russell's on your team or not, and if you're if you're making decisions based on D'Angelo Russell. You are already sunk.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Absolutely sunk. Uh, Bangelop wants to know the best coffee shops in OKC. Dunkin' Elemental Donuts. is probably
4: my favorite. Oh,
3: <laughs> where do
4: you go? What's yours? Did you say not Elemental?
3: I said Dunkin' Donuts.
4: Dunkin' Donuts. Somebody said the class and Coffee Shop. Uh, I haven't been there, but I've heard good things about it. I've been there. It's pretty. And nice. I know that. It feels good? like a chain, but it's actually not a uh, Stella Nova, which is yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I know it's kind of putting out some smaller coffee shops, but it's actually owned by local folk. Um, it's a pretty good
3: Leaf coffee and shop. Bean is really good. What'd you say? Leaf and Bean.
2: Okay. Leaf and Bean. I don't know. I haven't been to a coffee shop in I don't know how long. Yeah. <laughs> I go to
4: Ellis Island here in Edmond, which is pretty good. They serve uh, the Ioté coffee, which is pretty good coffee. E-O-T and Ioté has their own little really coffee good. shop downtown too
2: they yeah, do yeah yeah it's a, um it's a cool little spot
3: y'all noticing yeah. all these scooters popping up everywhere yep there's scooters on like every quarter every, every week there's a new scooters oh
2: yeah scooters oh, scooters i was
3: thinking like it's pretty good coffee
4: scooter. i mean it's it's a national chain but it's pretty decent coffee if you need one on the
3: run on the go
2: yeah there's lots of scoots man Lots.
3: Of oh you can scoot right in and scoot right out too there's i mean there's never a line of scooters
2: that's good that's good stuff all right uh enjoy the game tonight what? No. Go on. <laughs> Enjoy the game tonight. Make sure you go to theathletic.com slash down to <laughs> dunk. Get it for three ninety nine a month. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you are on the stream, thank you so much.
0: Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you guys again on Monday.